Hello and welcome to the Impact Dynamics Podcast. I'm Andy Little. My name is Rusty. Yeah, we're here about talking rifle shooting, PRS and... And tonight we're talking about shooting and losing our shooting virginity. Mash director, mate. Mash director. Hello, Andy. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> I hope that's enough. We need your boat. Now we've caught up to where we are on the podcast. Right, go on back. Roll the outro. <laughs> Andy, be gentle tonight. Yeah, that was shocking. It's my first time. Oh. <laughs> uh, Where's the button? Where's the button? Where's the button? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, Annie, how are you? I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing well. Good. We don't know when this episode's coming out. No. Uh, you potentially are away for work, so this is a bit of a bank episode. Yep. Uh, but unfortunately, um, uh, Josh is here. Yeah, still here. Still here. Oh. Yeah, Hello, Josh. How are you? I'm good. How are good. you? I'm still going all right. Still oh, going all right. Good. Andy? Good, good. Yeah, I'm Andy, right. Josh, yeah. good. Josh, yeah, good. 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 Yep. Cool. All right, that's it. Good <laughs> Um uh, yes. So tonight we're talking about first times. Mm-hmm. First times, first time shooting, mm-hmm. first time seeing a gun, first time taking people shooting, first whatever, what, I guess whatever to, whatever comes up. Yeah, yeah. Whatever comes up. So, yep. Andy, do you remember the first time you ever saw a gun? Whoa. I know I'm throwing, I'm throwing you off the deep end here. You didn't think no, I was no. going to ask that. No, no. Um, ha- like hands on, I think I was a little tacker yep. at my uncle's farm. Yep. Uh, just a, and I've got that rifle now. All right. Just a, it was go. a little twenty-two. Yep. Lever action. Uh, yeah, and it's rusted out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the inside's good. Still okay. works. Yep. Just all surface damage, surface rust. Um, this is a big throwback. Yeah. I talked about it on the podcast when we were back in your house, how I was going to pull it apart and rebuild it. This is that one. That one. Yeah. Still haven't done it. Still haven't so. done it. Yeah. Well, you've been, you've been busy moving right. here. PRS. Yeah, things. So, um, so yeah, that one. So that it's yep. It's just it just occurred to me that you've said that we're going to come back to your gun. Yeah, but um, this could be a real trip out because this might be the old studio by the time this goes out. In fact, oh my this, gosh. this is the old it, it studio. Will be. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is the old studio. This is how far ago we recorded this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, doing a throwback so nice to a throwback. Throwback to a throwback with a throwback. Inception. So throwing back. To <laughs> the throwback app. It's the throwback. It's the throwback. Let's throw these back. It's my first uh, time having this. Right. There you go. We'll get into first times about that soon. Right. Uh, anyway, back to your lever action. Yeah. So so obviously seen and heard about guns and rifles and things, you know, yep. being a kid and a boy and into that sort of stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, first hands on. It was uh, yeah, uncle's farm with my cousin, um, and it was sort of like, oh, cool. This, I guess, this is that's it. That's a gun. That's that's, that's what they, it. They do yeah, this rusty okay. little thing. What's this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we were able to, you know, send a couple of rounds through it. Nothing too crazy. It was just, yeah, um, you know, oh, shoot at that. I think we were shooting at cans. Okay, like you know, your classic. Oh, throw some cans on the ground. Have yep. a bit of a plank with a twenty-two. Yep. Um, yeah, and that, and I'd say from then I was pretty well hooked. <laughs> there we go. From there, Josh. What about but, you? Yeah. You got some firsts to uh, to to attribute tonight. What was mm. your first time seeing a gun? Maybe shooting, but seeing. See, Do you remember seeing it all? Would probably would have been the. Or, 
I can't. I would have been in my teens, I think. Okay. It would have just so been a little like, bit later in life than Andy. Yeah, a little mm. bit later in life. The yep. first time I saw it definitely wasn't the first time I shot it, though. Okay. Mm. So it, yeah, it would have oh, been in okay. the teens somewhere, and it would have been a grandpa. my grandpa's, I think it was 303? Yeah, right. From yep. memory? Yeah, old, nice. old rifle. Very nice. Yep. Timber, sort of full timber yep. stock. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Very um, nice. Yeah, that would have been the first time watching. Okay. Very nice. Seeing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, first time shooting. Shooting would have been twenty-one, no, twenty, 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 twenty. Yeah, that recent. I, I would have been twenty. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh no, hang on. Are we talking about age, age, or are we talking about year? Age. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So what? What was that? A couple of months ago. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> yeah, it's in three years in the future. Uh, no. So when you were twenty, okay. So yeah. about what nine years ago? Yeah. Eight years ago. Yeah, about that long. Um, yeah. And what tell us about it? Um, would have been, I think there was a few rifle shot that day, so it would have started off with just air rifle, just mm-hmm. an air rifle and some cans from not very far away, mm-hmm. yep. and then yeah, 22, and I think it was a 22 250. Okay, beauty. Um, yeah, I think that was it for that day. Mm, cool, cool, yeah, all right, very yeah. good. Yeah. I don't what recall, I don't yeah. recall. So I've got a few mixed memory. This is the joy of yeah. being old. Well, mm. I, I sort of had the same, but I just picked one that was like, hey, that's pretty ah, early on. That's pretty see, early on. You yeah. You obviously know this whole sort of uh, show business world better than I do because you're just like, I'm, I don't need to explain the details. I'm just going to get into it. Yeah. Look at you going. You're just a born entertainer, aren't you, Andy? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Right. A little what at OnlyFans. Little. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. <Link> so, <laughs> um, my first time shooting. Yes. To the best of my knowledge, I don't remember the first time I saw a gun, but I suspect it would have been at home. Yep. Uh, Dad had guns mm-hmm. and would, from time to time, particularly, you'd take them out to clean. Mm-hmm. So he might have gone out shooting with someone and, and then brought them home, and then he would he had this full elaborate cleaning procedure. I remember yep. the smell. Oh, yes. He used, uh, now I'm going to forget the names, but like Young's Oil, I think that was okay. the, the one that some of the, the guys who have been around for a while will, will that they're very often cleaning 303s and old shotguns and stuff and a very distinct smell in the oil. And I think it was Young's Cleaning Oil or something okay. along those lines. But um, I'll, I'll look that up. Um, Josh, can you look up if Young's Cleaning Oil or Gun Oil yep, or something Young's like that is a thing? Uh, or if I'm remembering that wrong, which is highly likely. So uh, dad would have had them out and taken me through them yep. and that sort of thing. And I remember my first time uh, with a, a firearm of some sort. Dad had a starter pistol. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I remember having it and and holding it and pointing it at a Lego horse. <laughs> and he told me off because my finger was on the trigger mm. and, uh, and I was pointing it at something I didn't intend to destroy. Mm-hmm. I learned gun safety very quickly in that moment. Oh, very good. Uh, with from the starter pistol, which obviously wouldn't have done a whole lot, but would have gone bang quite loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in a small room. The first time I remember shooting was on uh, again friend's farms, mm-hmm. uh, one of uh, one of uh, dad's friend's farms. And we were out there, and I remember getting behind the rifle. I, I got a feeling this wasn't my first time, but I'll, I'll go with your stage yeah, presence yeah. of this is definitely my first time. Yep. I remember sort of getting behind this twenty-two and lining up and looking down the, the barrel and being like, oh, yeah. And I, Dad started yelling, stop, 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 stop. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And uh, 
turns out there was a fence that we were shooting through and my barrel was lined up to one of the wires. Obviously through the scope, I didn't see that. But uh, anyway, he picked it up, we'd readjusted and away we went and shot. Uh, I have no idea the distance, let's say uh, 50 metres on a target. Yep. And of course I hit it. Yeah. Yeah. First time. Of course, first time. But that that same weekend I went out uh, hunting. Spotlighting, spotlighting yeah, nice, nice. on the back. And they just kept driving basically until they found a rabbit. And I did yeah. shoot it. I did get it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, but that was uh, I was I was about six years old or something like yeah, that. Right. It was quite a long time back, ago. Back to that oil. Yes. Does Parker Hale Young's oil? That is the exact one. Yes. And those, mm. I believe, who have been around it will now be remembering the smell because it was very distinctive. Okay. Our entire house would smell like this. And you know what gun oil generally yeah. is like? Well, this is like super potent smelling gun oil. Right. And the whole place would smell like that. Well done, Josh. Good okay. find. Nice. You're turning into a, a regular Joe Rogan's Jamie. Mm. Uh, look this up. Anyway, um, first guns, first shooting. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And you went out spotlighting? Went out spotlighting, got a rabbit. Yep. And uh, it was very all very successful, obviously. Mm. Um, yeah, that, I think that was my first time shooting. Oh, nice one. But if it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. No, no, they would leave it at that story yeah, because yeah. there is much there is much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember your first time shooting a shotgun, Andy? Ooh, I do. Well, this is the thing. My memory sort of just just no, no run with how you went before because you did it really well and I did it really poorly. Okay, let's 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 clear the decks. Josh, was that same day you shot your first rifle? The same day you shot your first shotgun? No. It was oh, not. okay. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you, Andy. Andy, carry on with your first shotgun story. So my first shotgun story. Look um, at you with confidence. Would have been just at a mate's property again. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this was down at the southeast. Yep. Just private land. We just lined up a bunch of random stuff. <laughs> I think there was like paint can, <clears throat> fire extinguisher, yep. um, a watermelon. Um, watermelon. Are they called patty melons? Yeah, patty melons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Line up a few of them. Yep, of course. Because we were down there and we had – some twenty twos. Yeah, I think he uh, he had maybe a two four three or something. Yeah, he had a couple of shotguns, and we were just like, "Let's see what this can do." Yep. <laughs> of course, yeah. And Let's it see was what goes on. Yeah, it was it was good fun. Like I think um, just the simplicity of it and the just the way it just destroys things, just like makes things explode, was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that that was. I think one of the first, first times shotguns. I okay. playing with shotguns. It wasn't wasn't clays and things because that's just way too hard to get into too quickly <laughs> off the bat. So but, I, um, I, I alluded before uh, that I started when I was about five or six, yeah. somewhere yep. in there. But I wasn't allowed to shoot the shotgun because Dad had mm. a side-by-side shotgun with no recoil pad on it. Yep. And it was pretty savage. Yep. And so I, didn't, I, I shot a bit when I was younger, probably through to about sort of ages nine or ten. Yep. And then other things happened. Obviously Dad didn't. Take us out shooting very often mm-hmm. from there. And then we went off to England. And I got a feeling I might have told this story on the podcast before, but that was mm-hmm. ages ago. Yeah. That was ages ago. Uh, as in it wasn't like last week. So mm-hmm. therefore forgotten about it already. Um, and we went over and we stayed on this property uh, in Norfolk. Mm-hmm. So if you if you know England's uh, island, uh, the, the bit that juts out to the side, yep. the top of that. So that's where they thought the Germans were going to invade. So this 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 area has pillboxes and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. It's very deep border up until the coast. Yep. 
Uh, anyway, a beautiful part of the world. And uh, we stayed there on farmland. I was meant to go to London uh, yeah, the next day. Yep. We went there and we stayed in this farmhouse. And during dinner, the owner is like, ah, oh, ah, oh, oh, there's some rabbits out the window. Quick. <laughs> Open the window up. Gave me, gave me a rifle. I'm like, ah. all right. Bang. <laughs> Drop the rabbit. He's like, cool. We'll get that after dinner. I'm like, <laughs> I might. I might stay here another couple yeah, of days. Yeah, I ended up it. staying. I ended up basically turfing the trip to London and just yeah. stayed on this property. But that's we awesome. went out. We went out that night, like mm. so, had dinner, and then went for a walk. And we were four of us in line with mm-hmm. shotguns. And I'd never shot a shotgun before. Yeah. And I was about twenty-one, mm-hmm. so I had fairly probably hadn't shot for about eight or nine years at this mm. point. And walking along, and this rabbit run, and they're like, "All right, go for it, go for it." So I pulled the gun up, and I'm just like. Yeah, I sort of understood the idea of sort of leading with it and then pulled the trigger. Didn't think about the recall at all and this rabbit started doing donuts, you know, like like just flips as yep. you, you know, you would have seen rabbits do when they're hit with a shotgun. Mm. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, wait, I just shot a shotgun. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> oh, that, wasn't, cool. that wasn't as bad as I thought because, yep. of course, from from five, six years old through mm. to 10 or 11 or 12 or something, you're told the shotgun is like this huge big gun and you yeah. can't handle it and all sort of gear. Um yeah, it was it was fine. Yeah, so yeah. I think I shot I shot 30, 40 rabbits the next nice. few days <laughs> yeah, yeah, with nice. the shotgun. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yep, yep. And, and then came back and, and bought one. Mm. Josh, what about your first experience with a shotgun? And then I'm going to tell you about my wife's first experience with a shotgun, which is a good story. <laughs> I think my first experience would have actually been with some co-workers, like recently. Well, oh, oh past really? Past couple of years recently. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Tell us. From, from my first memory is from going out with Joe and Beth. Okay. At some property and, yeah, just, you know, lining up some some cans and, like, throwing cans in the air and patty melons and all that kind of gear. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been my first. That would have, yeah. Nice. And, and no, no comment on the recoil. It was all fine. It was all no sweat. Yeah, it was, I think, like, a built-up thing in my head of, like, oh, yeah, yeah this is going to kick more than anything else and then yeah. pulled the trigger and I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> – this is not much at all. This is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's funny. I mean, I've got a nice big chunky uh, recoil pad on mine, but that's just for length of pull purposes. Sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. Not for reducing recoil. Yeah. Well, the thing bit. is about, about recoil on a shotgun, because mm. we're a shotgun podcast now. Mm, this that's is, it. We've morphed into it. That's it. Um, no, it was my – so I came back from that UK trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the thing is about a shotgun recoil is how you hold it. It's mm, how you use it. Definitely. So I got excited and so my was my girlfriend at the time and a good mate of mine. Now he was a break dancer. He was he was ripped. He was mm-hmm. absolutely ripped. He'd be doing handstands, spinning things, I don't know what they're called, but he was just it was he was very strong. Mm-hmm. And so we went out to this property and we're like, all right, we're gonna shoot some shotguns. So uh, I put it into uh, my my girlfriend at the time, wife now, um, shoulder and, and of course, you know, she's She's fairly petite and just mm-hmm. said, all right, so you hold it in really tight and, and you know, head down on the gun and, and keep it really solid, firm in there. It's not going to bite you as long as you pull it in. Now, the, the danger with the, the shotgun is if you leave it off your body because you've got hesitation, it's going to build up momentum and punch into your shoulder. Mm. So she held it really firm, really tight. I stood behind it just in case. Yep. And she shot and she barely moved. Yep. She just you know, bang. Yep. That's right. it. Go the shock. What's the big deal with this thing? Yeah. So I then gave it to my friend who was also called Andy, mm-hmm. who was very strong, and uh, 
gave him like, all right, just hold it really tight, mate. You'll be fine. No, just point it that way. We're ready to go. And we, we weren't shooting anything, literally just get used to the gun. Yep. The dude took four steps back <laughs> under recall <laughs> because what he didn't do, he thought he relied on all his strength. He didn't position it into his shoulder. And to yeah. be fair, we didn't really know how to sort of – we did know how to train that, but we didn't think it was that big a deal for, yep. for a guy who was tough and strong. And so he just sort of threw it up near his shoulder and said, yeah, yeah, we're good, bang, yep. and just punched him hard in the shoulder. And he ended up, yeah, stepping about four steps back. Yeah, and we're wow. Like, oh, wow, we should have been standing behind that guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Anyway, that was that was more much more amusing first shotgun story. Yeah, yeah well, I reckon. It, it's quite yeah. often I'll see people the the <coughs> butt of the shotgun oh, not in it? their shoulder at all in the bicep in their yeah in the bicep yeah and it's just yeah what oh, are you I doing can, I can imagine the bruises you'd have after oh, that it's uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it was fun I mean we've all I'm sure I'm sure you've after a full day of shooting clay clays and things you've come around with a bit of a oh that's a bit tender. Yeah, yeah, if you do it well, no. No, oh, okay. Yeah, right. I think this might be you. We used to have <laughs> a thousand. Wrong. <laughs> we used to have a thousand round buy-in. Yeah. For a, no, no, that's that's I'm, I'm overselling it. A 250 round buy-in. Yeah. So we used to go out. The way we got started in shotguns, uh, we got into shotguns was we would take. Um, so this is Dutchy myself. Yes. Yep. And a couple other guys, and we would go out and we would take. You had to buy a case of shotguns. Shotgun shells, so 250, mm-hmm. and enough clays to cover you, depending on how good a shot or how bad a shot you are. Yep. Sometimes those clays would cover a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so we'd go out, we had a couple of automatic throwers, and you just, it was just, right, this is the line where we throw, yep. this is the line where you stand, go. Yep. And so there'd be buttons, there a couple of foot sort of buttons and a couple of voice-activated ones or, or handle or whatever, and you just press it and just clays would appear and just, up in the air and just whoever shot him, shot him, and you argue about it later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was great. And so uh, we got really good at the ones going away from us. Yes. Um, but we would go through a lot of rounds in a day. Mm. And mm. and we go for a weekend. And the weekends when we were away for three days, that was a thousand round buy-in. You had yeah, to right. bring yeah. four, four boxes, uh, four, four cartons yep. of shotgun ammo. Yep. Um, but it was, it was great fun. We ended up going to a, 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 sh- a club. We're like, oh, we should try yeah. this, like, not because we we're amazing or anything, but no. just you should actually go and try and do a round of skeet. Yep. So we went and it was quite a unique experience. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine called Jamie, who you may or may not know, and uh, and then Dutchie I think was with us, and Stu. Mm-hmm. Now Stu was the original uh, Southern Shooters video host on the yes. early, if you go back and look yes. at the early videos from Internet Dynamics, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put my mug on the, I was too shy to get in front of camera. That's changed slightly. Um, I wouldn't, so Stewie did. Yep, yep. And uh, and so Stewie and myself and, and Jamie, um, we'd go and do these to this club, mm-hmm. and we went, and we were okay shots. The stuff going away from us are coming at us yep. all over. Yep. The stuff side to side, a little bit average. Yep. But every time we hit one, the other the other you know t- duo or the other two, we'd be like, yeah, good job, nice. <laughs> Everyone else silent. Silent, yeah. <laughs> silent. <laughs> Except one dude. And, and what became a, a friend of ours, but he was like, these guys have some life to them. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, fun. Yeah. Like yeah, these yeah. guys are enjoying themselves. And like every time we'd be like, yeah, come on, come on. Yeah. Smashed it. And um, <laughs> and he like started talking to us. And, and the further around, so skeet, you start on one side and you sort of work your way around to the other side. Mm-hmm. The further he got, the sort of more buddy-buddy he became with us to the point where he's like, so so obviously you guys have shot a fair bit before. We're not seeing you at the club. Mm. Um, 
what's the what, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, we just go out to a paddock and just like blare just, away at like 250 yeah. <laughs> rounds in a in an afternoon. Yep. He's like, oh, worked out he didn't live too far from us. We're like, you better come out with us. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He ended up, uh, he still went to the club a little bit. But he just came out with us all the time. <laughs> just, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, just decimated plays for uh, for a weekend. Oh, nice. Um, That's, that, that's yeah, we've moved on from first somehow, but anyway. Oh, well, that's the way to do it. Oh. The fir- first experience at a shotgun club. I've never been ah, to a shotgun club. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I've, I've always sort of been in the back of my mind. And ah, thought, that's not true because our club is now approved mate, for shotguns. So you've been to a shotgun club. You just haven't shot a shotgun at it. <laughs> no. But um, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, the first person to shoot shotgun at our were. shotgun club. You were. All there the first. All, All the, the first. first. Shooting clays at their shotgun club. Yeah. Anyway, then aside from that, carry yeah, on. I, I carry think on. it'd be. I think it'd be really cool to. Um, like I've often thought, oh, I, sh- I should go just check it out because, yeah. you know, shooting in a paddock with a thrower right next to you or maybe just off to the side where it's straight in front, up and down, yeah. is one yeah. thing. Yeah. And as soon as it's out to the side, crossing yeah. like in front of you and yeah. rolling across the ground, be like. That's why I keep missing those foxes out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, Andy, have you uh, first pistol shooting? Ooh. Can you tell us about that? First pistol. Uh, Josh, have you have you shot pistols? Yes. I have. Tell yeah, it. at the club. Do you remember? Uh, just at the club? It would have been at the club. Give us the, that's Actually, it was during one. a match. During- My oh. first thing was during a match. Right. Okay. Tell us about that. One of them. Yeah. Yeah, just it was the was it little the, little twenty two. I think it was the one that I ran. I reckon it was the one you ran. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. The reckoning? Rumble. Rumble would have been the first one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One of, the, one, one of the twenty two matches you ran. One of them anyway. Yeah. yeah. It was just very much came up and actually just picked it up, shot it, went got on with my stage and then finished the stage and went, Hey, that was the first time I've actually shot a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Oh good. Andy, yeah, what about good. you? Do you remember your first pistol shoot? Yeah, I do. So, actually, Josh, the, one more question: Was that the last time you've also shot a pistol? No. Oh, I can't. It wasn't oh, cool. actually. Right, yeah, we'll yeah. move on then. We're not doing lasts. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Only first, Andy. <laughs> yeah. So, I think we've got a, a mutual friend who did some work downstairs. His name Ben. Oh yes, Ben. ben. Yeah. <laughs> when you said did some work downstairs, <laughs> it could oh, be that well, we're a few gins in, but well then, I went elsewhere. <laughs> um. <laughs> Carry on. Ben. Ben Johnson. Yeah. An so, upstanding individual. That's right. Correct. Not downstairs. Uh, he, um, I believe he runs a little thing at a club uh, in Adelaide. Yep. Um, yep. Based out at Adelaide Pistol, Adelaide. It's out, out north somewhere. North. Very north. Out north yeah. somewhere. Out north. Yeah. So, I'm not Googling it. Yeah. Um, bring that up, Josh. Bring <laughs> bring that up. Well, that was um, – <laughs> What was that? That would have been maybe five years ago. Maybe I went down there five or six years ago. Yeah, I'm telling the story. You are. Um, so I went down there, sort of checking the place out. I think at that time, um, you know, talking to Ben quite often, sort yep. of getting the getting the down low on, you know, what's shooting. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's like, "Oh, why are you here? Like, there's heaps of people shooting handguns. Why don't you Come have and a- join in? Yeah, join in, have a crack. Yep. Um, so that, that was really cool. Yeah." Got to shoot like I think five or six different handguns. Yep, ranging from twenty twos to some. I think it was a forty four. One of them. Yes. And there was a it was a race gun, like a full comp. And yeah, I was just like, hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, now it's progressed to I've got my handgun license. There so, you go. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I am trying to decide whether or not my first handgun experience mm-hmm. was on like a, a public range where you pay and you go shoot. Yep. Which it might have been, mm-hmm. or it was getting my 
dealer's assistance license. Oh, okay. And I don't know. So I'll tell both, why not? Sure. Now she scrapped both of them because neither of them are super interesting stories. Okay. One of the first experiences I had with handguns was on my wedding day. Oh, this sounds like the sort of wedding I should have been to. You should have <laughs> because uh, we, we're like, well, we're the blokes and we don't, don't, it takes us 10 minutes to get ready because mm. we're so obviously good looking. Yeah, yeah. That's right. doesn't take a lot of work. No, no, not at all. You would, you would experience the same. Do no, you know, it takes do, me ages. Really? Really? Well, I can help with that oh. because you should <laughs> – and that's how excited I am to talk about the bearded chap. Yeah. Um, there is actually a shooting on my wedding story. Um, <laughs> this is not just a plug, but um, we are supported by the bearded chap. Um, mm. And so we've I know we've done this one before, but this is the deodorant. This is yes. the spice deodorant. Mm-hmm. Even oh, I have some good. of that. You have it's, some of that? It's good, isn't it? It is. Josh, yeah. tell us Delicious. about it. It is very good. Mm. It's natural. It doesn't use aluminium, which is good because you shouldn't be putting that in your pits. And um, and it is it is uh, it is good. I don't like. Yeah. There's not much more to say about it. It, uh, it smells good. It, it literally does last all day too. And it does last all day, yeah. and it mm. works. Like Josh has stopped smelling at work, which is nice. It's wow, nice purely because of that. Wow, purely of that. Yeah. So you guys can go to thebeardedchap.com/impact and mm-hmm. use uh, there, or use the code impact on their website, and you will be obviously getting yourself less stinky, which is important. Andy. Yeah. Josh. Yeah, I've already got it on. What are I you know, talking about? I know, it's good. But um, I'm just a reminder. And uh, you can get yourself less stinky and mm-hmm. you can also support the podcast as well. And and, and sorry, carry on. It will help you get ready quicker. That's is that exactly what you're trying right. to tell That's me? That's where we're getting to. Also, um, is that the military spec one? This is the mil spec. They yeah. only do the mil spec. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, this was made in conjunction with uh, some feedback from some diggers nice. on what they needed to, uh, to keep the smell low key. Mm-hmm. But. Effective, yeah, uh, and so Luke is a shooter, and uh, and yeah, just all around top bloke. Mm. So that's the guy who owns the bearded chap, and uh, we spent some time up there. Uh, good dudes, rad, and uh, yeah, we, we, I mean, we, I use this stuff for years prior to them supporting our show, yep. so uh, big, big fans of it. So you can go to the bearded chap, probably appear here, uh, dot com slash impact, or use the code impact, and uh, you can help the show and help yourself. Mm. So on my wedding day, because we're blokes and we use the bearded chaps that we didn't back then because they, they didn't exist. Um, you would getting have ready didn't take long. I would, I, I yeah, would have. That's all I would have done. Yeah. I wouldn't even gone shooting. I would no. just played with that all day. Yeah. Um, getting married. A little nah, scary. Don't worry. <laughs> So I figured, well, we need to do something during the day. Mm-hmm. So we went into Marksman, which is a shooting range here in, in Adelaide. Yep. And we all dressed up, you know, all in our suits and ready to go. We went in there and we shot guns. Fantastic. Yeah. And the girl, <laughs> I, guess, I guess the girls just, you know, did well, whatever girls do on a wedding day. Yeah. Drinking nice. champagne and putting on makeup. We went and shot guns. Yeah. It was much more fun. That seems better. We I did my more. wedding day wrong. You did, man. Yeah. You yeah. did. I wore skate shoes and went and shot guns. It was, yep. uh, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> and then we went to uh, Hungry Jack's and got some food and yeah. went up to the wedding and did that thing. So Fantastic. It was, uh, that, that's my, it was my first experience shooting handguns, but yep. it was one of my early experiences. Yeah. Nice. And uh, I was, I don't know why this is. I should, now that I've actually got a bit more knowledge about shooting guns, I should think about it. But I was terrible with a 9mm. Mm-hmm. I was terrible with a 38. Mm-hmm. I was really good with a 44. What? Okay. Yeah. 44 revolver. I was, I was, Really good with that. Yep. I don't know whether it's a hesitation of like this is a much bigger bang, so I'm going to yeah. be more controlled. Yeah, possibly. Perhaps that was it. Was yeah, that the last gun you shot in that order? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No, so, I think right. we shot the 45 order. Well, I I don't know. This is going back a, quite a while. Yeah, quite a while. I remember like we had quite like old. hungry junks for for that. 
Hungry Jacks for lunch. Yeah. Well, that's important. You've got well, to eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, I am quite old. That's right, Josh. Uh, Just thought yep. I'd get that in there. But I stay young by using the beer to chat. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was my first, second yep. possible. That was possibly my second pistol experience. Yeah, nice. Mm. Very good. It was good. Mm. Any. So what's the next first? Oh, well, this is. Have you got a choice? Have you got a, a, a first experience question? Like, uh, hmm. Obviously say, not. <laughs> Can I? I'll jump in from my experience. All oh, right, then. here yeah, we yeah. go. What, what was your first competition shoot you did? Still waiting. <laughs> cool, cool story. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my first competition shoot yes. was the 2017 mm-hmm. uh, Darwin Practical Rifle Challenge. Gone back. Two, that was gone back, 2017. Yeah. So yeah. I was uh, only like 10 then. You, you're not much older now. Um, and so we, so I'd been running PRIs at this stage. And mm-hmm. so I'd never shot competition of any sort. No. And then got into the, the long range shooting, got into training, and just purely from having done it rather than being like some, um, you know, actually particularly good at it, but yeah, yeah. good enough to, to, to do it. Yep. And, um, about that story one other day, but um, we were running PRIs, and then Butters came down and shot the PRI one. Yep, yep. And then they ran a, a match later that year, and I, I wasn't in a position to get up there. But then in 2017, uh, I was, mm. so I went up and shot the match, and that was the first and the last big match I've shot. Wow. Now, depending when this podcast comes out, because it's a mystery, yeah, we yeah. don't know, I may or may not have shot a PRS match by this stage. I'm Perhaps. sure we can put a little disclaimer somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, let's do two versions. So now I have shot a, a PRS match since that match. Mm-hmm. I haven't shot a PRS match yet, but it's coming. You can make that. Can we sure. just leave both in there? I think you're going to leave both in there. And you, the viewers at home or the listeners at home, can decide which one of those statements is true. I'm so confused. <laughs> anyway, the point being that that was my first competition. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Andy, your first comp. Yeah, so I um, I guess early on, a little bit in the PRI and then sort of moving into the PRS stuff. You didn't was, shoot the PRI, did you? No. You helped on the second I was, one. I was floating around. I was helping out here and there. You were. But the Good first- Good help as well, by the way. Oh, thank you. Good help. Yeah, yeah. I'm still helping out here, by the way. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, I was, I was sort of like, oh, and, and that's why I try and push like people to RO and spot and help out because- that's I learned. How you started. Yeah, it's how I started, and you just learn a lot from watching other people make mistakes. So let's let's, let's dig into that because it's yeah. a very interesting topic. Yeah. Um, twenty seventeen, you ran because you didn't come out twenty sixteen. You weren't no. really on the scene. Yep. Twenty seventeen, uh, you we this is back in the day where we had basically as many helpers as we did shooters. Yeah. Yep. yep. Right. Because it's much more low key event. We didn't have a lot of shooters. Yep. And a lot of guys felt very nervous and just wanted to be involved. Yep. We actually did like a – was it the week or two weeks before we all went out there? Yes. And you yep. guys could shoot if you wanted to. We yes. ran you through the stages. Do you rem- um, do you remember that at all? Did you shoot any of the stages prior to running them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of them I remember. There was there was one where you sort of like have to walk out targets, I believe. Oh, yes, the stage. Um, not the walk. You have to run out of target, drop yeah. a target. You could choose – was it you choose like two, three, or four hundred meters? 
So, then, so this stage, we can get, this has got. Yeah, this one, this so one pisses off a lot of people. You have to actually run no, out. And Josh, place the let target. me give you the. Let me give this. Stage yeah, I'm intrigued. All right. Yeah, I don't remember the time, but I think it was about four or five minutes. Yeah, right for this stage. And you think oh, heaps of time. And there yeah. was a you had a quick deploy IPSC target, right? So yep. these are the targets that fit, and they mm-hmm. just sit on top of a star picket. Yep. So did you have star pickets at distances? There was a t- already? star picket at 100, 200, yep. 300, 400, 500. All right, and what you could do was that if you now it's going to be sketchy on the things, but if you put it at one hundred, mm-hmm. you had one one shot, one round, two, whatever it was. You had like one round. Let's just details, details. One round. If you took it to two hundred, yeah, you had two rounds. I think I get the three hundred each four round. Yeah, yep. I actually think it was a little bit more than that, but um, you get the idea. The further you run. And get back, you more t- more rounds you have, yep. but of course you've got less but time. Yeah, you have less time, and um, and of course you're puffed out. Yeah. Now, when we did some of the testing for this, five hundred meters mm. in the time frame given was doable, but you had to be fit and you had to be able to literally run a k. Yeah. You mm. had to run a k because mm. you had to get out there and back. Yeah. And half of it you had a nine kilo target with you. Yeah. The difference that translated across to the actual location we did it in yeah. <laughs> was that it was sand, effectively oh. sand dunes. Yeah. And a little bit of downhill, a little bit of uphill. And so the 500 metres was basically not a chance at all. Yeah. And so there was a few guys, a couple of real fit dudes who, who pushed to 400. And they came back and they nearly missed all their shots because they were just so ruined yeah. by the, the run. Well, that's um, 800 metres all up. That, yeah. That's a solid run on its own. Yeah. The 100 metre mark for me is a solid run, <laughs> just one way. Um, but let alone shooting. Could you just stand out there with just a little hammer and be like, ding, 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 <laughs> impacts. Um, and so, yeah, the idea is it was – and look, these this is back in the day when these, these stages were just very um, – Novelty, but also like lots of reward and, and lots of risk. So mm. yeah. you could run so to 100. Just or to, to clarify, to was it so if you got out, if you were willing enough to run to 500 and put it back, you would then get five points? You get to no one? points. You'll get. Well, but you know, like if, if you could get the four shots, was that four points that you would get as opposed to no, two you points would, at 200? You would get, get 12 points. It was three points per impact. Back then. Because there was no PRS, there was no rules like that. You could assign any number of points to any single shot. So you would shoot and every impact was worth three points. And and to be fair, I'm sketchy on the details. It might have been that you got five shots no matter what, but the further you ran it, the more points those shots were worth. I'm I'm unsure. But it was was definitely weighted in a significant way where Mm. to run out there was – yeah. Was a lot more. It's the more risk that you took, yeah. the bigger the reward we had, you would had. We get. had dudes who were fit throwing up after it. They went yeah, right. that hard in the sand to get out there, to put their target up, to run back, mm-hmm. to get behind the gun. And there was guys, because we had lots of video of it, mm. guys who would get out there, get back, and then just be too ruined to get a shot off. Yeah, wow. Or get back and the time would go. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just, <laughs> and then, yeah, there was, there were guys who were, you know, would get down, shoot, shoot their rounds, get some points, and then vomit. <laughs> <laughs> it was, there's yeah. reasons we can't do these stages anymore. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 
I, I love that concept though of oh, mm. you, like, you know, you mentally have to prepare for that and go, all right, I'm either going to commit to not running as far to just bank points or mm. I'm just going to hail Mary this mate, and Leroy as far as I can <laughs> and get back. It. it was, it, it was like from a, a, an enjoyment and this, this, the, the stages then mm. were written out a pure, like, what torture can we inflict on each <laughs> yeah, other? That's it. Uh, plus, like, what would be actually like fun, challenging, mm-hmm. gamified, all that sort of thing? Um, you, you not super practical in many ways and, and bits and pieces, but just like that'd be cool to do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And while you know, at the time, there's feedback uh, as there <laughs> often is. Um, it's often looked on with like like a lot of reminiscing, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. Andy. Now, you're like you remember that stage, you're gonna remember yeah. that stage forever. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't see an appearance match. One, I mean, the logistics of closing a range to be able to run down range and do yeah. all that sort of gear is is a separate thing. Yeah, um, but it was um, won't be the was, same. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, yeah, it was certainly. Uh, it was. I enjoyed it because I yes. didn't have to do it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, that's sorry, Andy, to take away from your first no, competition, right. you, were, you were involved in, in that. Were you involved yeah. in that stage or other stages? Other oh, no, stages is, as well. This yeah. is the day that you So we were sort of like going around right. and yeah. trying a bunch of them. And I reckon, just off memory, I think I was running my 2D3 at that point. Okay. Because I had 270 or 2D3. And a 2D3. Yeah. Smart call. Um, there was another stage I remember where it was take a shot, can't remember the targets or distances, run over, and then you got a shotgun, shot at Clay with a shotgun. And that was that was really good fun, you know. Yep. To sort of break it up a bit. Yes. Um, another one. Well, that- do you know who was really good at that stage? Who's Luke McKinney was good uh, at that stage because yes. Luke had come from a, mm. a, a um a sporting clays background. Yep. Yep. And so shooting shotgun. Mm-hmm. Now the shotgun was as is still the case because we had shotgun the other day in in the Bucken mm, match yes. in the in the um in the Gunsport Winter Classic. Oh, nice. Yep. Um. You have to shoulder the shotgun and make an attempt to hit the target. Yeah, yeah. And the idea there is that like you can't just like pull it up and just fling <laughs> it into into nowhere land. Yeah, yeah. You have to at least attempt to hit the target. Hit or miss doesn't matter. Yep. But you have to attempt to hit the target. Yep. Back in that day, I think those clays counted for points. Yeah, I think they did. I think I so. They would have. And and actually, I'm not. Do you know what? I'm not sure they do. I think I think we left okay. it to the rifles, but. Um, the idea was like if the if well, it was you, a bit of like maybe a side match or something. No, no, it was no. it was the real deal. Okay, um, but I don't think they kind of for points. But if the arrow was wasn't happy with your effort, yep. as in you didn't even attempt to try, because mm-hmm. what you're trying to do is stop guys gaming, and then they had clays coming out. Yep. So like rather than just like oh clays released, shoot at the ground, yep. like that didn't count because yep. you're not at least attempting. You don't have to hit it because it's not a shotgun competition, mm. but you have to spend the time to at least. Try and point out the target. Yep. Yeah, at sure. least look like you're going to try and at point least at try. The yeah, yeah. At least try. Yeah. And plus, it's a bit of fun shooting. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back then, there was nothing. I mean, there was well, probably like a total, yep. some total of like 500 bucks products on the table. So yep. not a lot. Um, actually, probably a bit more actually. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> um, but Lucas, because he had that background. Yep. He smashed it. And there was a target at 400 and there was a target at 800. The target of 400 was worth one point mm-hmm. and the target at 800 was worth two. Yes. And so you could shoot whichever target you chose. You mm-hmm. had to tell your RO whichever one you chose. And I remember that that stage was shot on a on a on an area that was relatively sandy. Mm-hmm. And that shooting, that prone shooting position, got worn in. So you actually like it was it was probably a good foot deep by the time yeah, the right. match finished. <laughs> 
people who just like worn their way into that shooting position yep. with their feet. They just kicked out the dirt from it. Yep. Um, but yeah, Luke hit every clay and yep. every target. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was. That's uh, the way. It was quite quite good fun, but yeah, that was yeah. good fun to say. Joe. I think I had a crack on that one. Quite yeah. a few guys on that practice day with the ROs did. Yeah, yeah. I remember one that I was uh, I was a, I was helping on a, on actual match day was yep. um there was two there was a snooker so oh, you had different coloured targets at different distances and the other one was the unknown data and rifle so you had a oh. bunch of two d threes yeah with with. Not zeroed scopes and un and I think you had sixty nine grain projectiles, fifty fives, and there was maybe so that, dif- just different oh, brands. So so the first off yeah. to cover snooker. Yeah, yeah. They, these are fun. Snooker is a really good stage. Cool stage. We yeah. actually sno- shot. We actually shot snooker mm. as a training uh, uh, practice for yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. So snooker had a, a round ball target, red mm-hmm. target at. Uh, 200 metres. Yep. And that was far left on the range. This is like a natural field sort of property. Yep. We're up on a ridge. So 200 metres, far left. That was the ball. You had to hit the red the red 200 metre ball mm-hmm. to then engage one of the other targets. You brown, blue, green, yellow, pink, pink and yep. black. Yep. Look at us knowing snooker. <laughs> and those were all all in um, in groups. So you had – is it is – it, um, I can't really remember too okay. much. But. Whatever it was, it was two. So brown and brown and blue were together. Yeah. Pink and black were together. They were they were the further ones out mm-hmm. to about nine hundred meters. Um. And so like black might have been nine hundred. Pink might have been eight fifty or mm-hmm. eight twenty or something. And then we moved across across the property. Mm-hmm. And so you actually had probably a, a shooting span of about what's that? About one hundred and twenty degrees. Yeah, it was fair, fair spread. It's quite yeah. a spread, mm. and so your wind pattern was changing depending on which targets you were shooting at, mm-hmm. and so you um, and I think they were weighted in points. The further out they were, they yep. worth more points, and there wasn't enough time to shoot them all. Mm. For most, from I don't think there was enough time to shoot them all at all. So you had to decide which targets you were going to shoot, and I think mm. it's one of those things that you you shot the red ball, and then you would determine which one of those targets you would shoot. Mm-hmm. And if once you've chosen the target, so say you chose the blue target, mm-hmm. you could not – it was hit to move. You could not move on until you hit that target. Yep. So if you chose the one at 900 metres mm. and were struggling to engage it because there was not a lot of backdrop on that one, no. uh, you would shoot that target until you hit it and that yep. could be the that could be your yeah, entire right. you, stage. You could get yep. stuck just on that you could one get target. Stuck. Yep. Yeah, or yep. you could go for yeah, the easy yeah. ones, the yellow and – Green ones, mm-hmm. uh, and but you didn't score many points. Mm. So lots of strategy in that one. I remember like trying to spot for a couple of guys, and there was it was like it's a little bit hilly. Like there's some mounds yeah, and some yeah, valleys, yeah. and um, if their shots were falling low, you couldn't actually see where they were hitting yeah. because they'd dip down behind the, the mound. Yeah, um, and I, I think that's like a stage like that is where a few of the guys started to run red dots because they would either dial. For the yeah. further targets, and then just bring the red dot over for the close one. Yeah, for the for the big one. Interesting. Then, mm. um, so the next stage you're talking about, yes. all right? So we had Josh. You'll be amazed by the fact yeah. that we could actually do this. <laughs> we had three rifles. Yep. All right, and this so this was a team stage. So you and a and a buddy were shooting. This. Okay. Yep. There was a target out somewhere in the in the paddock, right? It was, it was yeah, so and it was unknown. In, unknown. And it was in this area that it was difficult to guess. You know, it, yeah. Um, Andy was talking about the sort of the gullies and stuff. So you, it was hard to actually pick. And it was separate to those other targets we're talking about with Snooker. Yeah. It was a fair way away from them. So there wasn't a lot to be able to gauge. You could sort of know that it was 
less than 500 meters and more than 200 meters. But beyond that, it was a bit of a bit of a guess. Mm. And you had a scope that was not it was not zeroed. It was okay. not zeroed at all. And you had three, and you would basically turn over a card, and that would tell you which gun you were going to use. Yep. It was a how or a ticker and a savage or something. Yeah, yep. And then you would turn over another card, and that would tell you which box of ammunition you were going to draw from. And there was 40 grain, mm -hmm. there was 50 grain, and there was 60 grain VMAX loaded into these two to threes. <laughs> so you, you could end up with… Complete wild cards. Yep. Exactly right. Right, so they're all tested. They're all safe, and we were on we we're yep. on a good area that you could you had a lot of fallout too, and you would see where it hit. And the whole point of the stage was a communication exercise between your spotter yep. and your shooter. I think every scope was not allowed. I think it was not allowed to be wound beyond a certain. I think they uh, could could zoom and things, but oh, I don't think I don't think you could dial. You couldn't, couldn't change. They you know, couldn't change no. anything, but they weren't zeroed for the gun. For yeah. the they were ballparked, but they weren't zeroed. Yeah. yeah. And so the idea was that you would load your ammo, you would shoot, and your spotter would then be like, ah, "I've seen it. That was the intention. You'd see it that first shot. Yeah. Okay. You need to come to the left, X amount, and they would hold in the reticle and and do that sort of thing, and some teams mm. aced it. Like maybe second or third shot, and there was eight shots off memory that they could shoot. Okay, so, so you had a fair amount of shots to sort of get. Yeah, yourself. yeah, but each each shot was worth a point. Yeah. So each mm. shot you missed. Yeah. Wasn't a point. You're costing yourself Correct. points. And so some teams got on like second or third shot in, and they would just bake yeah, just five bang, or six bang, bang. points. Mm. Yeah. And then some teams got nowhere near the target. Yeah. Because so their it's, communication it's really was terrible. Really, an exercise of spot um, shooter spotter. Communication. Communication it was 100% was, everything. Yeah. yeah. It was not a hard target to hit. It was a relatively generous target. Mm. But your spotter had to be able to go, right, I've seen where it's gone. Yeah. You need to aim here. Mm. Okay. It's close. You're about, you're about three quarters of the way there. Go this much further. Away you go. Yeah. yeah. I think I do remember. Maybe, maybe you couldn't zoom in because if you zoomed in too much, then you'd be able to see, spot your own shots. Pretty effectively. I don't know. I'm not sure they were going within the zone, within the range but of the scope, but anyway, whatever it but might yeah. be. Yeah, it but was it was, was a unique one, and it actually the guy obviously the guys who did well with it mm. actually really enjoyed it because it was the guys who worked out that this was not a shooting exercise; it was a communication exercise. Mm -hmm. Did really well, mm -hmm. and uh, and the guys who had like as a team gone right. This is our game plan. This is what we're going to do. This is going to mm -hmm. how we tackle it. They did well. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a classic one to see because. That communication, like that standard, I guess you call it like standard correction or something, where you'd go, uh, you're either calling a correction or you're calling where you where you saw impact. Oh, so yes. you got to figure that out first, because say say yeah. if you miss off to the left and the spotter says you're either left five targets or you need to come right five targets, like yes. it's it's that, and then some of the guys would be like, oh, you're a little bit left. Okay, well, how much is a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Should I move this yeah. far over or yep. just this much because far over? Because neither of you had like real like <coughs> reticles, so you couldn't say oh half a mil or five mils. It was you had to talk in target size, so you you're five targets left yeah, exactly. or yeah, yeah. yeah. You're and, and the guys who were just like oh you're a bit left or come up more. It's like okay, how 
Yeah. How much? Do I come up a little bit or do I yeah. come up a lot? And even still, what's yeah. a lot? What's a lot yeah. mean? Yeah. What's a little yeah. bit mean? Yeah. But if you can, yeah. If this, you this, effort, that, that stage, mm. we're, we're, we're well off topic now, but, but yeah. you guys Whatever. know this podcast. Um, coffee? Coffee? <laughs> <laughs> what? What gin, what gin were we having? Yeah. Um, the so that was that stage was mm. sort of born out of a year, the year before the 2016 stage. Yeah, right. There's a 2016 stage where it was again a team stage. Yep. I don't remember exactly what you shot, um, but you it was a team shooting stage, mm-hmm. and you could communicate. And the amount of teams we saw just fail miserably <laughs> because mm-hmm. they hadn't set up their communication, and so. Um, you would have guys running mill and <laughs> MOA, <laughs> and not and not discussing the fact they were indifferent. <laughs> they would they would be yelling like, "Come across 0.5. <laughs> so the MOA guys saying, "Come across 0.5. Mm. and the mills guys going, "It seems like a lot." All right, <laughs> <laughs> and then shooting the other side of the target. Yeah, yeah. And the the MOA guys like, "You shot three MOA to the right." Yeah. <laughs> And just back, and then and then the other one was, yeah, like reporting like, um, uh, you know, like point three high, yeah. And then the, the the shooter would go, oh, okay, and would then aim point three high, and then end up point six high, yeah, because the the spotter was saying, uh, you you're hitting point three high, you need yep. to come down point three, but not actually using those words, yeah, yeah. And and it it exposed a weakness mm. in the in the team shoots where. Their communication was not on point. And to be fair, like it's not bagging any of the dudes. Yeah, this yeah. is super early days of this stuff for That's any it. of us. Yeah. And some of these guys got assigned a teammate when they got there because they didn't particularly know anyone. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. It's just that that's what it was, but there big, are big there learning are, curve. Well, yeah. absolutely. But there are other guys that were there mm. that got assigned a teammate the night before, uh, yeah. and and went right. I see this stage. This is how we're going to play this stage. Um, I'm going to tell you. Where you hit, yep. so you can make your corrections accordingly. What are yep. you running, MOA or mill? Yeah, that's a, they would yeah. have those conversations prior. Yeah, and this is all stuff we trained mm. people in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was good. So then the year after, we sort of upped that to the point where, what if you? And the idea was like, what if you picked up a gun and like, all right, I need to, I need to hit this target for whatever reason. Yeah, and I don't know what this gun is doing. I, I don't know if there's the right ammo for it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a. Hopefully not a situation you ever find yourself in, but a situation that could happen. Yeah, yep. And so you, you know, you've got ammo that you don't know where it's shooting, all that sort of gear, but someone's spotting for you and they can tell you what's what's going yep. on. So, yep. yeah, that was good. See, so, like, these style of math matches fascinate me. <coughs> yes, I've only been around for the past few years, so it's very mm. – everything is PRS-orientated, yeah. you know. Mm. While at club matches there is a little bit of leniency of, you know, like sometimes a spotter will call you stuff and like there'll be a mm. little bit of help there. Like I very much see the PRS side where it's you mm. you get nothing. Yep. Nothing Andy, during the stage. I'm I'm match director for us for our club in September. Uh, you are, yes. Should I should I do like a PRI throwback match? Yes. That would be awesome. I I like Hearing these matches, like, I would love to shoot a match that's that very that sort of yeah, style. Yeah. I wonder so if down, I can get down this. on one of the other ranges. You have to run out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I wonder if I can get some uh, some leniency to have, not have the scores count for the series. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know what what I might do? I might um, I might because we often don't run a match in January. Mm. 
So I'm wondering if I could speak to the guys there and say, right, I'll be the MD for the January match. Yeah. Because the January match usually is like very low key. Yep. And we don't count it as part of the series. Yep. So if that's the plan again, perhaps I will offer mm. to be MD for the January match and bring out some old PRI stages <laughs> with PRI rules. Yeah, yeah. Where everything is weighted one way and can can very quickly become very unfair. Yep. Yep. Uh, in a good way, in that like this this single target is worth eleven points. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we had one yeah. Josh where you you had a target at eleven hundred meters. Or 1,200 metres or something on those lines. And back then, none of us were really great shots. I mean, Butters won those matches, so we can't have been that great a shot. And <laughs> um, if you, for every shot you took, the amount of points you would get for a hit diminished. Yeah, right. So if you hit the first round, you got yeah. 10 points. Yeah. You hit on the second round, it was nine points. Yeah. You hit in the third round, it was, and so on and so forth. Um, so you could hit it and get one point, and someone else could hit it and get, 12, yeah. uh, 10 points or 12 points, whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Um, yeah, those, those, and that, that's a really good way to yeah. skew a match pretty significantly because, you know, you, you hit it on the – and there was a guy who hit it on the first, first shot, and he actually did pretty well for the match. Mm. Uh, not necessarily because he shot the other stages very well. Oh, yeah. but it's because just because boom, first impact going, that, that yes, one. all the yep. points. Yeah, correct. He was running a 3-3-8 edge uh, and uh, everyone else was running like a, you know, 300 yep. or 308 or something like that. Yep. So uh, I actually don't remember how well he did during the rest of it. So he might have done really well. I don't remember. But mm. um, that's uh, just that one that sticks in my mind. So, Well, there, there was a stage in the last Rewire <coughs> comp that was like extremely tight for time. Mm. Oh, actually, um, this would be better at a Rewire comp. That we can mess around with it so much yeah, more. But it, it was like, extremely tight for time. So it was very much like I thoroughly enjoyed it because there was that mental game of, mm. all right, well, no one has made the time on this. Yep. No one has come close for my squad anyway. So it was, all right, in what order do you do this? Because it, it was a stage where you could, you could, it would be better off for you to get four rounds off. You had to run back to get your magazine and then run back out. But then it's like, well, if, um, if you sort of run back in that time, you're going to lose so much time running back that do you just bank eight solid impacts mm. and then try and run? It's that, yeah, that risk versus mm. reward. Do you try and run when you've only got 100 metres to run or do you go, <laughs> I'll run at 200 metres and know that I've got eight points in the bag if you hit everything. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, the mental side of it, like, yeah. Oh, Interesting. Definitely. Do you remember Do you remember the one that was a canted <laughs> 90? We're just going on to <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> we changed. We changed this to the podcast. The, the stage uh, was up on a hill. The raccoon a, stage. canted 90 degrees. I certainly remember this one oh, here. Oh, dear. That there's a great. There's a great video of Sean Milner <laughs> swearing and abusing uh, because uh, he couldn't hit. <laughs> so this is a stage. Josh, I don't know if you remember this one, this video at all. But you, know, you should probably go back and look at it. It's on our channel somewhere. Mm. Um, where... We used to we used to shoot occasionally. Call we would call it raccoon, mm. right? And this is where you would lay your gun ninety degrees one way or the other. Oh because yeah. Because if you stuffed it up, you would end up looking like a raccoon because it punched you <laughs> in the face. Um, that's why he got its nickname. But the this uh, this stage, we we f were fascinated with turning the guns ninety degrees. Yeah. Right. It's a fascinating thing to do if you haven't done it. Uh, yeah, look I, into I it. can't say that I've shot. Yeah, it's not it's like not that. common to do because there's not <laughs> it's very debatable if there's a practical application where you could actually utilize yeah. that. And there are some discussions that yes, it could actually happen in the real world and sometimes it's but it's a fascinating uh 
foray into understanding, like a, a deeper understanding of what your gun, what your scopes and your your um, barrels relationship is. Yeah. When you change that relationship from, we're getting deep here, on top of each other yep. to uh, spooning. Ooh. I mean, side by side. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's lost elsewhere. And uh, and it changes some things, but it, but it, you like you start using windage as elevation. Your windage style is elevation, yeah. right? So you used to actually play, like most most of our matches would have some element of raccoon shooting in it. And so this particular stage, because this is a, like a bigger match and not everyone was familiar with it because we had guys coming from all around the country, um, you had a target, I'm going to remember, falsely remember all these details, but you had a target at 200 metres and you were a target at 1,100 metres. And you could shoot the 200-meter target at Raccoon and it was worth like triple points or something. Yeah. Or you could shoot the target at 1,100 and it was worth one point, right? Or you could do both and there was like a bonus point if you hit a target on both. Yeah. Details are sketchy, but something on those lines. There was incentive to shoot Raccoon and there was incentive to shoot both. And the amount of guys who started off like, ah, oh, 200 metres target, that's easy. Bang, miss, bang, miss, bang, miss, bang, miss. Oh, hang on, I'm running out of rounds here. <laughs> and then like lob it up and change it and go out for 1,100 and then, you know, yeah. struggle there as well. Um, was quite amusing. So some guys mm. took the safe points. But that was that was quite, uh, yeah, like I, I wouldn't put it in a PRS match these days because I understand the, the argument yep. against it being practical. But perhaps, yeah. perhaps it's uh, it, to be fair, it was about a it was about a three minute process to get your data, yeah, to be able to set up a new profile in your ballistics app to be able to shoot your same gun raccoon. And it was, I mean, I I remember like there was questions about it, so I went out one day, and I went, all right, I'm going to spend my few minutes at 100 meters. So I did. Change my data, like in, uh, I used to use applied ballistics, you could replicate the profile, put a, uh, an offset into it. I went out to 800 meters, dialed my windage up, bang, first round impact. Yeah, right. And I'm like, well, this sucker works. This is all right. Yeah, cool. so you, it's doable. This is all fine. Yeah. Mm. Um, doable if you know how to set it up. Um, so, January 2023, assuming this podcast has gone out before then. <laughs> Prepare for raccoon stages. Sweet. <laughs> uh, Butters used to run them as well. Yeah, right. Butters made a really rude one one year where it was like a steps barricade. Yep. Like a PRS skills two sort of-ish barricade, but a few more steps. And you would have to shoot. If I'm remembering this right, I'm sure he'll correct me, but I won't listen. Um, you had to shoot like vertical, 90 degrees right, Whoa. 90 degrees left, Oh. Vertical, 90 degrees right, 90 degrees left, vertical. Uh, with you know, your gun in the normal position, then tip it 90 degrees, shoot, tip it 90 degrees the other way, like 180 degrees, I guess, back the other way, and then back to your normal position and keep doing that over these each of these steps. There's stages like that that I'd be happy to film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, uh, you have to have a pretty good swear word filter on that stage because yeah. <laughs> there was lots of them flying. So yep. there were stages like that. Disconnect that, the mic. Yeah, that it was uh, it was quite amusing, but yeah, you know, and like I'm, I'm th- those. I'd like the freedom to be able to play with those stages yep. in, in yep. an environment that everyone's like, yeah, cool. We want to we want to run some stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah, because they're fun. They're yeah. just oh, totally balls out fun. Let's before you talking about field matches is I've actually I've never thought about it before. Yeah, is the yeah the different wind 
Mm. Oh, yeah. In that you could oh, be this yeah. way, the wind is, you know, coming from straight 90 degrees left, but then yep. you flip that around and the wind's coming from behind you. Mm-hmm. Like it's just every which way you turn, it'll, it's doing a different thing. There's yep. a stage on, on our um, YouTube there somewhere that was a um, – I don't remember what it was called, but you shot nearly 270 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And so you shot this sort of huge arc of fire and you shot three or four different targets across that arc. And it was a wind, a new wind call, like a completely new wind call because you were at this sort of center point in this high ground of like a wind pattern would go one way and then yeah. a wind pattern would go a completely different way plus you had an angle change. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was uh, – it was – Unique, unique. I'll try and put a link to it somewhere in this uh, in this podcast. I'll go through and find it because I'm curious to see yeah, that now. It was, yeah, uh, it was good. So, anyway, good times. We've we've distracted ourselves a little bit from firsts. That's so, last the last question I have for all of you, gentlemen. Right. Uh, well, not for Josh, Andy. First mm. time you reloaded. Oh, uh, Josh. First time you reloaded. Never. Good. Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> On to you, Andy. <laughs> that was quick. Um, just would have, would have been with another common, uh, common friend, uh, early on, Ryan. Yep. Uh, he took me through that reloading process. I believe the word is mutual friend. Mutual? Common what, is like what really, did I say? Common really friend. like just, yeah, just common, common just, just common, common, common folk. Yeah. Mutual friend. <laughs> Ryan is not common. He is no, mutual. That's it. That's the one I'm going for. Shout out to Ryan. Cheers, man. That's right. That's like, uh, almost. I'm out of beverage. Almost like the rare timber or raw timber. <laughs> rare timber now. Rare timber. <laughs> So um, the rare raw timber. Well, the way the things one. are going, if yeah. you've been to Bunnings recently, timber is getting rare. Yeah, that's yeah. It. So uh, yeah, he he sort of showed me the ropes on yep. on where to start, how to start. And yep. This is how you resize it. This is the bit that goes pop, and this is the stuff that goes bang. And yeah, yeah. So your that first was, reloads when you went mm. to shoot them, how did you feel? Pretty pretty cool that I could pretty put good. something. <laughs> okay. pretty, okay. like, you could put something together. Yep. Like obviously I was like, oh, man, I hope this thing doesn't blow up. Okay. But How serious were you about the not blowing up bit? Oh, this is what I'm curious about. Oh, uh, not that serious. Okay, because I stood behind a tree with a string on the trigger. Oh, really? That's how serious <laughs> I was about my first yeah. time reloading. Yeah, I'm okay. like, I'm not standing anywhere near this thing because I was involved. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Smart. I took reloading Smart. classes from you one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got better. I got better. Oh, that's good. That's good. I got good. better. But so, the first time around I was like, I'm nervous about this. Yeah. I did, put this together. I'm not good at putting things together. Did the first one blow up though? No, it did not. It no, was fine. I just, I was, I was, I, I, I was overdramatic, which <laughs> I guess is not a big surprise. That, that's fair though, because I would be behind the tree, behind the tree. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. even come. You'd be like, hey, here's some reloads I made. Go shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Let me know if they're right. Yeah, that's cool. It. All um, right. Yeah. Excellent. Well. Guys, thanks for watching. Beardachap.com slash impact if you want to get all that sort of gear. And, uh, guys, thanks for watching. Andy, we're out of drinks. Let's cheers. Cheers. Cheers.